Hello, Clive. I've figured out how to get on here. Hi, Jolene. How are you doing? I'm all right. How are you? Yeah, great. So I, I read your story. Fantastic. Let's say hi. That's a wee bit, yeah. <laughs> so um, what's your eyesight like now? Uh, I've got good enough eyesight to drive. Right, good. I've not got any peripheral here, though. Yeah, but this one I've got just enough, like with the skin of my teeth, to to drive. Um, I but I've, I'm just continuously healing them because it's it's not something that I'm, it's ever just going to get better by itself. I need to keep doing it myself. So, what was it primarily that got your eyesight back? That got it back. Well. A number of things really but it came down to self-healing because when I got all the operations my surgeon turned around and told me that's it there's nothing else you can they can do for me obviously complete devastation um when they told me that but I was like right well I'm wanting my DVLE eye test I said <laughs> he's like are you joking I says no I'm not joking I'll be back and maybe six months because I was very optimistic. <laughs> yeah, I'll be back in six months and I want a DVLEI test. And I did, I went back in six months and I asked for the DVLEI test. Knowing well, fine, I couldn't see properly yet. I, I still had edema in my eyes. I could see it and it was still quite blurry. Uh, but I was determined, really determined. And this woman sat me down at the hospital and she drew me a picture. And she drew me two eyeballs and she says, we have burnt all your eye. And she put cross, cross, cross all the way around the eyes. You are not going to get your driver's license back. Well, <laughs> I walked out of Nine Wells Hospital in bits and I thought, F you, we'll see. And then three years later, I completely healed my eyes through natural remedies, acupuncture, energy healing herbal medicine and I went the complete opposite to the western medicine because they were injecting me in the eyeballs and it was pretty like strange thing to happen every six months um, and once I said there was nothing else for me I was like well if you are giving up on me I'm not giving up on myself that's it I had to take it in my own hands and do that and I've done it yeah. but she's right they did burn all these things right around my eyes and it has messed with my peripheral vision but there's um there's wee capillaries growing over the scarring that obviously are not strong enough to to handle my diabetes and all that stuff and they keep popping which is a worry i'm not wanting to to keep healing like i am and, and growing the capillaries if they're not strong enough to handle I need to get my sugar levels and stuff under control first before I go any further with my healing. So, so yeah. as you probably know, with me, I became type 1 diabetic after taking an antibiotic. Was there a trigger like that for you? I'm not sure, Clive. Um, I'm the only diabetic in my family that I know of because my dad's my stepdad. But I'm the only diabetic on my mum's side of the family uh, but I was run over when I was three like run over and genuinely killed 
and I came back for that experience um, when I was three, I came back here and um, where was I even gone with that? Aye, they say that the shock to my system could have created the diabetes. Have you had chiropractic connect correction? Chiropractic? No, but I do need that. <laughs> no, not. So um, I've just put out a, a video. Uh, you should find it on BitChute or Odyssey um, mm -hmm. uh, about chiropractic. chiropractic. And I ask a, a quite famous American chiropractor, how do you work out who's a good chiropractor or not? What questions do you ask? And he says things like, you ask them, do you work on newborn babies? Right. right. If they don't, well, you know, they're not quite as good as they could be. <clears throat> you ask them, do you work on post-surgery patients? Post-surgery. If they say no, then they're not very good either necessarily. Um, so um you know if you've been uh run over then i think it could be perhaps really valuable to have a really good chiropractor a really really good one aren't that many of them actually feel all your whole structure and well sorry i do have a chinese doctor and the way he can tell like what parts of the body to work on is he goes down the spine and he pushes the pressure points and obviously if it's sore then he'll tell you if it's your liver, your heart, blah, blah, blah. Could he maybe have a wee look? Because he's a Chinese master, but I don't know if he's a chiropractor. No, he will be. I mean, one doesn't have to have the, you know, be called a chiropractor specifically, you know, before chiropractors, I think they used to, call them spinologists oh well dr lewis certainly knows about the spine yeah yeah so um you know i mean you can ask him uh does he do manipulation you know do, uh what you know what level does he go you could ask him you know are, are you like a chiropractor do do chiropractors do things differently to you maybe he'll know maybe not i don't know so how would this benefit like my eyes or my diabetes well because or just because i'm slouching <laughs> well yeah i mean if some something's got knocked out of alignment like your chinese doctor knows if the spine is out of alignment serious stuff can happen all over the place yeah. and um you know obviously there are different schools of teaching about how to deal with the spine and so on and um uh you know i i, I don't I don't know, but the, the the thing is that if you've got problems like eyesight or whatever, then just maybe getting the spine adjusted might possibly help. Help, aye. Well, Dr. Lou, um, back when I was getting all the operations, and I said to him, there's edema in the back of my eyes and they're going to start giving me injections in the eyeballs to try and dry it up. And I swear to God, Clive, it just put these needles in each temple and the water ran right down my throat. I was like, you're swallowing it. He says, that'll help. He says, no fix it, but that'll help. So, and then I had to get the injections anyway, but I think it was a huge step to getting rid of all the, the fluid for the back of my eyes. Two wee tiny needles, pop, and it just rushed down my throat. Well, amazing, amazing. Yeah. It's very impressive. 
Yeah, he is. That's what I'm drinking his tea the new because what we're doing is, because I found out I've got life in my pancreas, um, they gave me this once in a lifetime blood test. And they told me years ago that it was dead. That's it, done. Uh, which put a cap on me, like believing them. Uh, and now they've took that cap off and I, I genuinely feel that I could heal my pancreas. So Dr. Liz gave me a tea, which is basically all the stuff that you do as well. But it's got all the essential minerals, all the minerals that your body needs to try and take the heavy metals out of your system. So he's detoxing my pancreas at the minute with the teas. And obviously I eat my microgreens and stuff, which puts the right stuff back in. So hopefully, we'll see if it works, but it's working for my kidney function because I've got... Um, kidney disease as well through diabetes and I've got that to 29% so I am really it was down to 15 wasn't it yeah 15 that was after I had my little boy though which is to be expected um but they told me I would never never be able to carry I'm never be able to live through it and all this scaremongering and they're only working for experience and that's the thing You've, I've got to understand that they do work for experience. They've seen this case happen time and time again and nobody survived it. But then you can't put everybody in that same box. You've got to treat them as individuals when it comes to their health. And it's a mindset. If I want to live, I will live. And here I am. <laughs> what, what insulin are you using and how many units do you use? Over rapid. Right. And... Ooh. This one, forget the name yet. And they're not in the fridge? Well, they were, but this morning I've been running a bit up here. <laughs> Is that you give me a row? <laughs> they were in the fridge. Uh, so it's 24 acting, 24 hour acting one, and then Nova Rapid when I eat. And how many units of Nova Rapid? Um, I've became very sensitive. To a lot of things and my insulin uh, is one of them so I'm lucky if I take three units in the morning whereas I used to take seven eight uh, then I found out you're not supposed to take seven or eight but I needed it but it was also because of the BPA in the plastic bottles I was drinking the plastic bottles and years ago I tried to take the plastic industry on because I found out it was Stopping my type 1 diabetics insulin for working. Sorry, say that last few words again. You you lapsed into Scottish there for a moment and I lost it. <laughs> I started singing my words. Yeah, so I found out that the BPA stops uh, your insulin from working in a type 1 diabetic. I didn't know but that. Really? Well, yeah, it does. Um, have you heard of Dr. Ali Cohen? No, no. If you write her... Um, I'm doing, I'll send you a link actually to our book but okay. what I've done was <laughs> I was wild even back then but once I found out about the BPA stopping the insulin from working I went researching and I found loads, hundreds of papers uh, research done on type 2 diabetics, non-diabetics animals, you name it but no type 1 diabetic and I was like well why? Because I've discovered here that, that it stops my insulin for working for at least two days. So I went to my doctor. They wouldn't believe me because it's not written up in the books. 
I went to the Diabetic Scotland, Diabetic UK, you name it, I started shouting. Tried to tell everybody. I went into the diabetic clinic to tell mums and dads to please don't let their kids drink out of the fruit shoot bottles because it could be stopping their medicine for working just to watch for them because it could have just been me. So I got them all to do that. And then I emailed in the research paper, see how you get all the doctors who have done all the research. <laughs> well, I had to call their names and I emailed them all um, asking why there's no research paper done for a type 1 diabetic because clearly it needs to be done. Dr Ali Cohen got back to me and she says, Jolene, I understand your concerns here as a real thing because we've done the research but we're not allowed to publish it. Why and not? I was like, well, because if they publish that it stops somebody's medicine for working, they would need to stop making it and the plastic industry is huge. Um, and she did, she kind of warned me a wee bit, she just says, be careful. And then I got dodgy emails at the back of it for anonymous people basically telling me to back off. And I got scared back then because it was, you know, it's massive, massive company to take on and I hit the paranoia. <laughs> but it's a real thing. So I stopped drinking out of plastic bottles, um, which helped my diabetes massively because I struggled with it for years. Struggled to keep my sugar levels down. Um, and that was one of the reasons why. And obviously I'm thirsty, so I'm drinking more and more of the plastic bottles and it's just, a, it's a vicious circle. But hey-ho, people are starting to actually speak about it now. And about five years later, they brought out BPA-free plastic. And I thought somebody must have been listening to Molly shouting. I thought, shut her up before somebody picks her up. <laughs> I wonder if the BPA-free one has just got something else instead. Uh, well, probably. But it does work because I've got BPA-free big water containers because I go up to Scotland well when I collect the, the fresh spring water. And when I drink out of this bag, massive BPA-free bottle, my insulin isn't affected by it. And the older the plastic is, the more it's set. It's because they, you know, they blow the bottle and fill it with water right away. If they'd left it for three or four weeks, then it would have off gas and wouldn't be nearly so dangerous. Really? Right. You know, the, the older the plastic is, the harder it is, and therefore the less... Um... Stuff leaks, isn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> it's just tiny wee things like that that the doctors could be passing on. Just as a recommendation. Yeah, it's incredible. I, I don't know why I've never heard it before, so that's very interesting. I, I shall yeah. spread that bit of information. If you've got any references to it. Hey, so it was actually Joe Rogan. It was a Joe Rogan podcast yeah. I was listening to. Huh. Wow. And I thought, really? I'm going to go and try all this. <laughs> wow. I don't know, about, God, 15 years ago now. Shows you. So um, I had an unusual experience about three weeks ago. I went to Germany and I went to have my blood filtered and um, I'd heard about it from Dr. Klinghart. You come across Dr. Klinghart? No, uh, I should have got Klinghart is a German medical doctor 
but he's very alternative. He's, he's probably one of the world's experts on Lyme disease. And um, anyway, so before the treatment, I had an ultrasound done. I'd never had an ultrasound done. Have you had an ultrasound done on your pancreas or your kidneys? No, on my pancreas, not. But you have on your kidneys? On my kidneys, I have, yeah. Okay. So, so I was about to have this done, and you know, I thought, well, I was totally ready for what what was going to what they were going to say, right? Totally re ready for it. You know, Thirty eight years of type one. Okay, I'm ready. Tell me. And he said, your kidneys are perfect. The what? So how is how is that? Then he said, your pancreas is perfect. Then he said, you're not type one diabetic. Wow. How, how is that? Because I've been taking insulin. If I don't, bad things happen, you know. Yeah. So <clears throat> if he's right, then my conclusion is that when I got damaged 38 years ago by the antibiotic that I took, that it's still poisoning me today, just like it was then. Oh, you've got, you're onto something there, yeah. So if that's true, how many other people took an anti antibiotic thinking, oh, well, I took that last week, it's gone now, but actually it never stops. So they've got arthritis, or they've got, you know, X, Y, Z, not realising that it's poisoning. Never crossed my mind that the antibiotic would still be in me. Didn't cross my mind. Well, I suppose it uh, will it have heavy metals in it. Will it have? Well, I mean, over the years, over thirty-eight years, I've done stuff that you would have thought might have actually cleared out any. So it's something that does not want to leave. So since then, I've been talking to various people mm. about it, and one of the sort of scientist doctor types said oh well you know some of these are designed to last over 10 years in the body wow right um, well dr lou i took one of my friends to him last week um and he was like doing his thing on her spine and he noticed that she had like a hump in her back and he's, he's like pointing it out to me because he's, he's a great teacher as well he doesn't just do things without explaining it and then he got to her head and he's very aware like, few things as well. And he says, oh, he says a lot of chemicals left in here. He says we need to clear the chemicals because she's got a lot of brain fog. And uh, she had been put in the, the nut house with psychosis about seven years ago. And he says all the medication that she had been given back then still in her system, in her brain. The question is, how do you get it out? Um, if nothing I've done so far has got it out from fasting to... Chinese herbal tea. I'll ask him. Okay, yeah. I'll ask him if... Because um, that's what he's doing for me. The new is clearing my system. So I'll ask if he's clearing anything up here too. But I've never had antipsychotics, so I didn't need to be... But I've had antibiotics. I'll ask him. I'll go. I'll be going to see him today anyway. So I'll let you know. So one of the other things this medical doctor in Germany said was that I have Lyme disease, and he was using live blood analysis to figure that one out. How did you get that through the water? Well, 
you know, there are various theories about what does Lyme disease is. Um, and one of the theories is it comes from a tick. Oh. That's one of the theories. And it's a theory. Um, you know, there are all sorts of other possible explanations. Um, and I don't know, I haven't studied it enough, but Dr. Klinghart, I was just reading earlier on Dr. Klinghart's remedies for Lyme disease. Uh, and it's a bundle of herbs and stuff. <clears throat> and I'm going to send send off to them and uh, see if it works. See what that does. Yeah. I'm going to be drowning in herbs. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. We all need to start drowning in herbs. Oh, so, so... How, how are your blood sugar levels generally? It's Twelve. As my average, uh -huh. I used to I used to be up here all the time, and then when I started to try and control it, and it started doing this, that's when the problem started because I was going up and doing too much. Um, I and then my doctor she never told me that I had kidney disease, and I never found out for another another four years before I found out that I had the kidney disease. And when I went back to her, because by this time I was going blind and all sorts, but that was due to a B inoculation when I was doing my nursing. <clears throat> One of the side effects that could explode the back of your eye and it did. Um, so when I went to my doctor and I was like, why did you not tell me that I had kidney disease? And she went, oh, because there wasn't any problems, physical problems, and I was like, what do you, how do you even know that I had it then? And I've got this ulcer on my leg that tells that there's an internal, something going on internally. And she says, well, your blood pressure went up to normal. I was raging by this time. I was boiling point, I thought. So you thought, because my blood pressure was still normal, that everything was fine. I says, well, my blood pressure's been lower than average my whole life. I says, that, you should have treated me as a, as a single patient and not put me in a box with everybody else, I says, and this maybe wouldn't have happened if you had informed me what was going on inside my body. So again, no patient centre care there, again, and she treated me like everybody else. And I went, I kind of went wrong. But um, she had to resign. And I took her to the ombudsman and things like that. I was boiling Clive like I'd lost everything lost my eyesight lost my nursing lost my car the whole my life went to crap <laughs> um and I was looking for somebody to blame at the time because I was angry it's not her fault it's my fault for not looking after myself properly that I was misinformed or lack of information helped my cause um so I she ended up having to resign tried to bob me off with asking how much it would take to make it better. I just thought, you arrogant bees. <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter how much money you throw at this, it's not going to make my eyes better. It's not going to bring my kidneys back. So I ended up just standing up and walking out. She wouldn't even look at me. That's the, the gutting part. It's like, all I wanted was her to say sorry. And it would have made me feel better. <laughs> but in a way, I'm glad she never, because it gave me the anger and the drive to get better. Sometimes that's what you need as a fire. How have you 
joined the Secret Health Club. If you haven't, I'll give you a membership. Perfect. Uh, oh. Uh, have a look at the eye pages. Do you know about the peptides? No. I'm just learning. Um, uh, energy heal, that's what I do. So I'm still learning all these wee bits that I need to learn. I was listening to your video about the thyroid because the three tablets that I'm left with, they had me on 12 and I've got rid of all them. Uh, the three I've been left with is the thyroxine, ramipril, and because of the side effect of the ramipril, they've put me in a heart tablet and I thought, well, I need to get rid of that ramipril so that it stops messing with my heart and I need to get rid of the thyroxine. So okay, well, look, it's all easy. It's all easy peasy. Is if you know how, Clive. Yeah, yeah, it's easy. Um, let me ask you a few questions. Uh, mm -hmm. Just make a couple of notes. Okay. How's your body temperature? Normal, hot, cold? Fluctuates? Fluctuates. Yeah, I'm 40 in three weeks, three weeks a day. I'm 40. Well, that's incredibly young. So, uh, do you uh, ever walk in a room and forget why you walked in? I'm forgetting what I'm doing while I'm doing it at the minute, yeah. Okay, all right, okay. This is all good answers because I know what the solution is. Do you get dry skin? Yeah. Okay, yeah. all right, all right. I'll fix all that. Okay, you're low on iodine. Right. Right, a year's supply, 20 quid. Brilliant. I do. Do I get that off your site? Yeah. Right. Perfect. Now, uh, iodine goes with the mineral selenium. So you want to buy the selenium as well? I had heard of this. Sorry, so, did you catch that, Sylvia? I'm saying I've heard of selenium, but I just can't remember where or why. <laughs> so, um, now, if you went to the doctor 100 years ago, 150 years ago, before levothyroxine got invented, and let's say... Pharma. Yeah. So let's say somebody was ill, but the doctor didn't know what to do. Chances are they would have given them iodine. Right, that's, yeah, the go-to. Yeah, what do you do if you it. don't know what to do? Give them iodine. So it's antibiotics, yeah. And... So where is iodine mainly in the body? It's in the thyroid. That's where it lives mainly. The second place it lives is in the breasts. So am so, I going to get bigger boobs? No. <laughs> no, but they'll be healthier. Well, there we go. I'll do. So um, I don't know if you know this, but in Japan, they don't have a word for menopause. I do know that, actually. Because I've been getting a lot of people coming to me with perimenopause and asking which of my microgreens are good for that. And I was speaking to Dr. Lou and he, it was him that told me, menopause, this is just hormone. So the reason that the Japanese uh, women don't have menopause symptoms mainly is uh, every meal they're eating uh, sea fish generally uh, mm. and all, pretty much always seaweed. Sea, seaweed and sea fish are full of iodine, particularly seaweed. Right. So they hardly get uh, breast cancer. Very rare in Japan because they don't get it because of all the iodine. 
So if somebody came with thyroid problems to a doctor 150 years ago, they would have given them iodine, right? Now, if that didn't work for some reason, they would have taken the desiccated thyroid gland from an animal, pork or cow, and um, they would have given them that because levothyroxine is T4, it's just one of the thyroid hormones, whereas from an animal, it's all of them. And actually, yeah. pig or cow thyroid apparently is just like ours, you know, super similar. So, so is it like a transplant or? No, 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 it's just, um, uh, yeah, the, uh, you, you dry out a bit of animal thyroid, put it in a capsule, and there you go. And it works much better than the, than the doctor's drug. But you might not yeah. need it at all, because what the doctors used to do before the drugs is they say, oh, you've got a thyroid problem, have some iodine. Now, chances are that would have been all you needed. Right? And it would balance the... the yeah, and everybody, and everybody would go back to normal again. And it may still be that. You, know, you, mu you might need the animal thyroid, but maybe not. So... I say, I'll give you the, the membership to the Secret Health Club. And if you start looking you. at the iodine and thyroid <clears throat> pages and the eye page, you'll get a picture of what's possible because let's, let's just get back to the eyes a minute. Um, yeah. Back in the 1980s, the Russian spies found out in America that the American military had a blinding laser that with a flash would blind people with their eyes open on a battlefield right. and the russians were very very stupid had they been clever they would have realized that a blinding weapon uh doesn't use up any money what the americans want is very very expensive weapons that go bang and that's another hundred million gone yeah, a flash of light. Well, that's too cheap, right? It's too but, cheap that I wore as money. But anyway, the, the Russians took it seriously as, as a weapon that they might use. So they put infinite budget to their scientists to figure out if you have retinal burns, how could you repair it? And they found that taking peptides, which are like small amino acids from the right. eyes from the eyes of animals. Uh, worked and I'm taking you know, because of the, the diabetes I'm taking a peptide but for the for retinas and you only have to take it for like for a month then you can stop for five months and you take another month or maybe two months and it just triggers the stem cells to come back to life so the Russian this is yeah. this is 40 year old technology the Russians have been testing this for 40 years huge success rate um what else is there to tell you that's about? basically what i'm doing energetically but they're no they're no strong enough so this could help them to be stronger to grow back yeah um then there's um using frequency devices have you tried a frequency device at all I've not tried the frequency device, but I do work with frequencies and vibrations, and it all ties in with my energy healing. Let me just see if I can find something. Just give me one minute. Now, while I'm searching for this particular video, some 20 years ago, I was working with a medical doctor 
on a sort of half-hearted sort of basis. He was my friend, really, but he happened to be a medical doctor. And he explained to me that Tesla, back in 1891, had invented a, a couple of healing devices. And he said, I should try and track one down and mm -hmm. um, uh, buy one. I'm a great believer in healing technologies and things, but I also truly believe that you've got the capability to do it yourself. Uh, well, I totally agree, but it's like taking a, a supplement. You can get, you know, you can generally get help. Yeah, a boost. <laughs> right, I'm going to, if you want to open the chat, I'm going to send you some links which you might want to just open. Hi, you've discovered that I am technology illiterate. <laughs> Oh, well, you'll soon get through that now, the other side. This one? Just thought I'd pop your um, machine in the back there that I've been successfully using. I'm so, so wrapped. I'm really pleased. Tell the whole story for the benefit of everybody. Okay. So um, I've had major problems with my left eye that um, started a little while ago. Um, I've been to the hospital and I've had some tests done and that have all come back inconclusive, which doesn't surprise me. Um, and uh, I just felt that, you know, I was really risking the possibility of losing the sight in my left. Sorry, somebody trying to contact me. <laughs> that usually happens when you're on a call. So I take it this is the Tesla device that you're you're speaking about. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, to cut a long story short, uh, basically she had uh, a very nasty inflamed eye. They told her that unless she took antibiotics, uh, and they reckoned it would take six months of antibiotics and steroids in her eyes, unless mm -hmm. she did that, she'd probably go blind. That's what they told her. And uh, so three days she took their drops and did, you know, roughly, uh, what they said. And um, it didn't get any better. So she came over to my house, borrowed a machine. And by, by that evening, it was better. By the next morning, it was a lot better. And, wow. you know, she didn't need six months of steroids and antibiotics. Now, this is a, there's always an alternative. They're just they're not willing to tell you, or maybe they don't know about them. I don't know. How do I get my camera back, Clive? Uh, I don't know. I'm just uh, camera. My um, my screen is like uh, <laughs> it's just everything's gone weird. Uh. I know you're there. Ah, right, okay. So, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so so these devices, uh, they may or may not be of help. Mm. 
it, it's impossible to say, oh, you know, I wish I could say, yes, it's going to work. There are some things like pain. Yeah. It, you you can you can almost be guaranteed that it's going to oh. work, but with eyes it's another thing. Um, the best result I ever had, almost full stop, was this blind woman in New York. Um, I was sitting in a hotel in the lobby waiting for a car to come and pick me up. When this woman comes in, asks for help finding a chair, and she explains the sight so bad she can't find the chair. So. I've got the machine with me right there. And she explains to me that her mother had beaten her up. And right. uh, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't pretty. And um, uh, she'd lost one eye completely, one eye was plastic. And so I said, well, should we treat the, the other, you know, your good eye, which she couldn't see with. And she said, I knew, she knew I was in the room, but she couldn't see where I ended and the wall began. Right? That's how oh, we started, right? So I treated her for 15 seconds and she could see better. And so normally I don't do more than maybe three minutes max on the eyes. Right. She would not stop. I mean, I kept, we kept on stopping. How's that now? How's that now? Anyway, she, we did 10 minutes. She could see for two weeks. She, she's, we filmed it. She's, she said, I can see every hair on your chin. I can see the color of your teeth. I, yeah. And um, super crazy. Super wow. crazy. Wow. I, I mean, this isn't normal. Right? This is not at all normal. And there's a plant medicine called Sananga that um, if you put the eye drops in, it's a, it's a ceremonial thing that the, the tribes used to do before their ayahuasca. Uh, but the Sananga drops, basically when you put them in, burns like a mother puppy. But once it's in, you don't need glasses for three days. Like pinpoint. I've, I've heard about go. that. I've heard oh, about it works. It really does work. All right. So Sananga, do you say? Sananga, yeah. It's a plant medicine. Okay, I'll check that out. I've heard about it. You have to make sure that it comes from a, a tribe, though, and not just being made up in somebody's kitchen. <laughs> okay. And any links to that? I'll get you the links. Yeah, I'll send that air to you. Is it, well, I'll just send it to Andrea. Yeah, sure, sure. Bye. I'll do she that. She all my stuff. So. Well, that's interesting. Um... Yeah. And I'm, I'm not going to lie, it's like pouring petrol in your eyeball. Maybe not that bad, but it's like pepper. And it nips to begin with, and then the heat, you feel the heat just raise right through your eyes, and then that's like gone. And then for three days, I never needed my glasses or anything. Like, wow. I, could, I could read number plates across the road, whereas before I need my glasses to do that. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's plant medicine, yeah. But it's, it all works hand in hand, you see. Do you know about DMSO eye drops? No. Okay. I'm going to check that out. Okay, super, it's super important for you. <clears throat> My eyes are really dry, the new. I've got this stuff. What's it called? Okay, so if your eyes are dry, the first thing to do is to get a hormone test. And okay. you, you specifically want to know uh, what your testosterone levels are. Well, is that why I'm getting a hairy chin? I thought it was because I'm nearly 40. <laughs> no, your, your testosterone might be too low. Um, women 
you know, it's mainly women who get dry eyes. And it turns yeah. out that most of them are low on testosterone. So some some women even have testosterone cream they rub on their eyelids. No. So um because uh, every uh, morning at the minute I'm having to get up and use that feeling eye drop stuff. I see. Well, um they're well, uh, they're almost certainly safer versions than that. How are you off financially? It, it, is it tight financially? Yeah, I'm just uh, building a business and oh, it's hard. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, uh, all right, so two things I'd suggest. Uh, the Eyesight Saviors, the book, mm -hmm. it's, it's small. Um, right. uh, but before you buy that, uh, watch the videos on uh, the Secret Health Club, and I'll say I'll send you a membership. Thank you um, very much for that. And um, but this expl this book explains about the Rus the, what the Russians are doing, basically all the Russians. So then this See? book, Healing with DMSO, I've got a video. If you look Take on my, my videos and. Um, uh, look for, uh, I've done a video about DMSO. Uh, it, it's actually reversing cataracts with DMSO, I think it's called. My so video. what is DMSO? It's sulfur. Uh, it's like MSM sulfur. It's di dimethyl sulfoxide. And it's made from pine trees. And it's a byproduct of the paper industry. And right. uh, I smashed my shoulder really badly a while back and I couldn't sleep. It was just too painful to sleep and it was really pissing me off. And I tried everything I knew and I couldn't. I Anyway, I suddenly remember I got some DMSO, some liquid. I rubbed it on. Two minutes later, oh my God. Wait, God. did you not think of that weeks ago? <laughs> no, no, it, it was just a few hours, but... Um, uh, so, but you can use it to dissolve scar tissue. Oh. And now uh, you're going to have a whole, whole load of scar tissue in your eyes, aren't you? Oh, there's no space. That's yeah. what you use for an optician of some sort, eh? I try to listen to you when I'm at the farm, and I try and, like, do my work and listen through the speakers, and I catch wee bits. So, um, uh, I'll show you. I would show you, but I can't. I'm going to get it in front of me. But basically, uh, you can go on to um, the DMSO store. Right. And the dmsostore.com sells small bottles of DMSO eye drops. And I would recommend uh, 20%. I've tried 40%, but I've, for me, it stung too much. I'm just not going to do it. This might be the same thing. It sounds as similar to the Sananda, because you've got a medium and a low. Uh, well, many things come in different strengths, don't they? Yeah, so that's so, this. I'll research it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm using it. According to the author of this book, who I interviewed, she says that if I use, because I've got a couple of cataracts for me, 
But she's yeah, she said, if I use this for six months, the cataracts will disappear because right. it dissolves unwanted bits of you, you might say. It's no cataracts. I've got it's, uh, glaucoma is starting at the back of my eye, apparently. There's two wee half moons at the back of my eye starting. Well, um, again, everything we just talked about, you, you should it's be able to reverse, you know, hopefully everything. Right, lots of people have. So, um, what else can I tell you? Ramapril, I can't remember, can't remember what that does. What is it? It uh, apparently protects the kidneys. But when I first heard about the, the kidney disease, they gave me it, and I never took it. Because it just, you just get a feeling for stuff, and you're just like, mm, maybe no. Well, your kidneys feel... aren't low on a drug, are they? No, nah, well, this is it. Um, but once I had my wee boy, the kidney specialist that I've got, Professor Wood, I actually trust her. I do trust her because she's one of the reasons I'm here and my wee boy survived. Um, so she said to take the Ramapril because it'll protect what life I have got left. But I feel like it's capped it. I feel like it's put a cap and I'm not getting past 29%. Right. So, because that's when I started really taking it, I thought, okay, I'll listen to you when I was at 29%. And now it's like, it's, it's not moved. So, what did I do? I stopped taking it and then try just continue with my energy healing and doing what I'm doing and see if it is the Ramapril that's maybe preserving what I have got. Because that's one of the, the things that she said that would do, would preserve the end. Preserve the life that my kidney's got, but I think it's not just preserving it; it's capping it. Well, yeah, I, I you know, I don't believe the doctors have an answer. Like, mm. a, you know, I don't believe you're low on a drug. I mean, have you mm. tried the classic thing, kidney things like watermelon seed tea, like milk thistle? Nope. <laughs> okay, so if you like watermelons, if you can buy a ripe one that's got the big seeds in it when you open it up. If you, uh, you could dry them out for future use, you could take right. some fresh ones. So cut them in half, just sort of open them up and then very gently simmer a tea of watermelon seeds. Uh, that's, they say, very, very good for the kidneys and tastes fine. And milk thistle seed, if you make tea with milk thistle seeds, that again, tastes quite nice. Yeah, I've read about the milk thistle, but I've never actually tried it. Yeah, you can no, buy organic milk thistle seeds for nothing. You know, super mm -hmm. cheap online. Um, uh, it's because I went to Dr. Lou, and because he's an expert in these Chinese herbs, I just kind of stuck with him. <laughs> Got lazy. <laughs> yeah, well, well, that's fine. Um, you know. Um, okay. So I take it, like, so do you still take insulin and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Have you tried yeah. to know take it? What happens? Just like sugar well, levels. My blood sugar just goes through the roof. But for the first time in thirty-eight years, I did come off insulin successfully for three days. Have you tried eating um micro peas, micro pea shoots? I have, but not with any great consistency. I was growing them at home for a while. Yeah, because they lower uh, my blood sugar levels quite drastically. Really? Yeah, and I, okay. I 
I didn't have to take as much insulin that day. Okay, well, I've I've got some, which um, you know, I've got some in the greenhouse. I can perfect. I can plant some of those. That's interesting. Uh, I feel very drawn to pea sprouts, actually. They've got a multitude of yes. benefits. And I think it is what to do with diabetes because when I was speaking to my nurse about that test that I got done and I was like, what about the lipid treatment? Because I wanted to go for this lipid treatment thinking it was a stem cell sort of treatment. And she says, no, Julian, it's basically just a cholesterol tablet. I was like, what? So it's a, it's a cholesterol treatment. She says, well, I, it's what I do with your heart health and um, so they're insane. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. And I was like, so I could grow my, my lipid cells back then. I and she went, in theory, yes. I thought, well, I I'm doing it. So what about chromium and gymnema? You just spoke a different language there, didn't you? <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, chromium, the mineral. Um, every type two diabetic is low on chromium, and. Okay good chance that you are as well mm. so um then gymnema is a herb uh which is supposed to be the best herb for diabetics gymnema. there's also a uh, bitter melon which is a vegetable mm -hmm. um it's it's basically known how to incorporate it into your diet well, obviously that's the easy bit, but gain it time to work. Because <laughs> you need to do these things for at least, at the very minimum, three months. Not necessarily. Yeah. Uh, no. Chromium, for some people who have got a sugar craving going on, you know, people who are addicted to carbs and sugar, Yeah. if they take chromium, um, they often f notice the difference in one day. Suddenly, they don't crave the sugar or the chocolate as much as they did. Mm. I'm not. I didn't crave chocolate or, or sugars or anything like that. I'm a right. I'm a savoury person. Yeah. Well, well, that's great. Also, you've trained yourself, presumably, not to be addicted to sugar. Probably. I. I'll never forget. It's probably why I went rebellion when I was in my teenage years. But in the hospital, everybody was getting handed ice cream cones, and she turned around to me and she says, "Nigel, you can't get that." And I was only 10, so I was like, why not? And it devastated me, and in Easter, I got a fruit basket. And I was like, right. what is this all about? They couldn't, could have given you a pet rabbit. They could have given me something, my. <laughs> but uh, as you get older, these wee triggers in your mind, like spark off, and then I hit teenage years, and I just went wild. Yeah, yeah, sure. But how old were you when you first got type 1? 10. Right. Yeah. I peed the bed. And that's how my mum knew I had diabetes. She said, there's something wrong with her. She's never peed the bed in her life. <laughs> so uh, that's how she knew. Yeah. And do you, you reckon it was vaccine damage or drug damage? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. No idea. Because of my accident, they were saying that it could have been caused through that. Yeah. I had um, all my ribs broke, and two went up and punctured my lung. 
Wow. And they had fractured skull and I, I don't know if this is, but do you notice that one of my eyes is smaller than the other? Uh, let me just make the picture bigger than I'll try and see Ignore it. my eyebrows. Uh, um, like one droop. Look, look upwards a bit. Yeah. Okay, yes, I can see that. See yeah. Yes. Because half my face got crushed, so it's was like, Hi. I was dead. Um, but managed, I managed to come back. Yeah, excellent. Did, did you leave your body when you were dead, or...? Yeah. What happened was, um, I mean, I never knew that. I, I experienced, didn't think I'm crazy, okay, but I experienced an extremely turbulent spiritual awakening just three years ago that taught me that I've been like this my whole life and never knew it. Um, but when I was three, and I was on life support and all that stuff, my great auntie went into the nunnery where I stayed. No, I'm not religious in the, in the slightest. I couldn't, I believe in something different to that, bigger. Um, so anyway, she went to the nunnery and they'd done a 48-hour prayer. And after the 48-hour prayer, I started breathing for myself. So I do believe that there's things, there's energies and there's stuff that um, definitely help guide you in life because I've witnessed it firsthand when I was three. So you, you didn't find yourself float, floating above your bed looking down at yourself or any of that stuff? Um, when I had a near-death experience when I was 15 I did. That was through the diabetes. That was, um, that was obviously going at a uh, hypo, really bad hypo, and I lay down on the live walls in Spain <laughs> and I started floating doing this tunnel and it was bliss, like it was peaceful, it was beautiful and seeing all these faces coming inside me and then Manny Jackie, who was with me, she knew what to do, she stuck sugar, a big sugary donut in my mouth but before I woke up I heard this crying baby and I was only 15 and it annoyed the life at me, I was like who is this crying baby, what is it, what is it and then 18 years later, I have Cullen, my wee boy, and I heard his cry for the first time. I thought, I've heard you before. So he was in my near-death experience. I heard them while I was floating down this tunnel. <laughs> wow. There's nothing to be scared of. Have you done this? Like, have you? I, I, I have an out-of-body experience uh, where I was floating on the ceiling. And I, again, just bliss because every problem in the world has disappeared just like that. It was... <laughs> Suddenly I'm floating on, you know, couldn't be better, you know. And then the worst thing that happened was I was back in my body again. That was it's not the worst thing. Disappointing. That's a gift you've bought. You've been given the gift of life. Yeah, fine. Right. Right. And all the stress that comes with it. <laughs> yes. So um yeah, well interesting stuff. Um so is there any anything else I can maybe tell you of you know, about your health? Um, I think you've covered everything that I was going to ask. I was going to ask you about the thyroid because obviously I, my understanding of, of my ailments over the years is, um, is all energetic because that's how I work. And my kidneys are a byproduct as well of me holding guilt and shame and secrets in. <laughs> And it squashed me. And as soon as I let all that go, I used to take a hundred and is it mill 
100 mil, whatever, a thyroxine. As soon as I spoke my truth, it went into 50. Like my medication was half. My kidneys stopped burning and they were starting to heal quicker. And aye, so a lot of it's to do with your energy and your mind and clearing it all because it's a holistic health. We're not just this physical meat sack, we're a lot more than. Oh, well, very clearly. Um, let me show you something else. barely use this book at all but somebody I, I admire usually is ailments and disease yeah there's love true to healing how to heal the conflicted feelings emotions and thoughts at the root of illness and yeah you can look up i just don't want it random gland pituitary gland thymus and um it basically explains the emotional reason why why somebody's got that problem. Yeah, I well, I could only speak for experience, and for me, it was being being quiet, holding my truth in, being silenced, making my voice small, uh, all that type of thing. Let me just—it just fell open at this page. Let me just read it, just in case it has any relevance. Reasons. Mm -hmm. The pituitary gland is an endocrine gland located between the eyebrows, behind the root of the nose, under the brain, on which it totally depends, under the hypothalamus. It is related to the face, the eyes, the ears, the nose, the sinuses, the cerebellum, and the central nervous system. It also secretes stimulins that act on the other endocrine glands that plays a major role in the regulation of hormonal secretions it therefore acts as the master gland with respect to the other glands it plays the role of the orchestra conductor it receives messages from the brain and redistributes them to other glands it therefore has a very important role where it receives oxygen and vital energy prana and redistributes them to all of my cells this gland controls the secretions of the endocrines, the thyroid, the cortico, something or other, and the gonads. It also regulates the periodicity of sleep, the, hy the, hy the hypophysis, which seems to be the other word for it, constantly seeks balance. Anyway, it, it goes on for quite a long way. But um... oh, do you think maybe when I was healing my eyes energetically, I've healed all my eyes because that's kind of what happened. <laughs> well, uh, why not? Stimulated why not? the thyroid, <laughs> spoke my truth, done the yeah. yeah, sure, everything's connected, is it not? It is, yeah, it sure so, is. Um, how much do you love yourself out of 100%? <laughs> I feel like this is a trick question, Clive. <laughs> um, wholeheartedly love myself, but no, oh. like, but no, uh, an egotistic check me out type thing. I just, I, I, just, I like myself now. I do. Yeah. I'm, I'm content with myself. I am me, and that's more than enough. <laughs> so, How much do you love yourself? 
Oh, a hundred percent. So I mean, the 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 point is, I think partly realizing that obviously we've never made a mistake ever. Uh, we've learnt lots of horrible, shitty lessons. Aye, learn. They aye. weren't mistakes; they were just lessons. Lessons, lessons that could actually affect you physically, though, if you didn't so, own them. If you don't own your own your mistakes, own your shit, <laughs> then you end up so with sore bits. Well, you know, you've got to be proud of your fuck ups because yeah, you work really hard on them. You know. <laughs> I worked really hard to keep them secret anyway. <laughs> uh, I had to work even harder to speak it, but hey ho, it's been a journey. Right. right. So, uh, have you forgiven yourself 100%? Yeah. Forgiven the others 100%? Or no. had the hitman deal with them, you know, one or the other? Yeah. <laughs> I've had to, that's been a sore one. Um, because when I did wake up, I seen things. I mean, I spoke my truth and then a, a whole lot of shit happened at the back of it. And I discovered that my husband was planning on running away with the lassie next door. Huh? I couldn't prove it because it, it came in visually. Um, and I thought I was losing my marbles at the time. So I couldn't prove it. But anyway, it's turned out in the end, it's all true. Everything that I've seen and I've got in, it's turned out to be true. And the biggest lesson for me was trusting in myself and no giving anybody room to lie to me and convince me otherwise of what I know is true. So you did you a huge favour by leaving. You You really did. You to stay. Well, he tried. He tried and he tried. And I begged him to tell the truth so that... I could understand why, but um, no, he didn't, so I had to kick him out. <laughs> so I kicked him out last year. <laughs> good, good, well done. No, I've never been more happier. The house feels lighter, there's no stagnant energy, there's no pulling at your soul getting dragged in. So uh, it's, it's been nice. Well, it's not been nice, but it is now. Yeah, brilliant. Aye, uh, so... These things, they have to happen. And now my mission is to help as many other people as possible get healthy. And that's why I contacted yourself because it's, I thought you're knowledgeable. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> Let me pick your brains. So I, I've had a look at your, your website, so I'm going to research all your stuff. Um, is it all 100% like natural? Uh, well, no, um, you know, uh, vitamin C, you know, ascorbic acid is not natural, it's synthetic. Is that? Uh, yeah. Uh, vitamin C from a, a plant or a fruit or something is, is the natural version. You could dry camu camu or, you know, acerola right. cherry or whatever it might be. But See, this I, is what I, I thought you were doing. I thought you were drying big oranges and stuff. No, the problem <laughs> is that if you want to reverse cancer, for example... Oh. You, you know, acerola cherry, I don't believe is going to do it. You, you've got it. I mean, the first time I ever saw cancer reversed was 35 grams of uh, vitamin C a day. That's just loads, right? And I'm some, telling, people, some people need telling. way more than that. You, you drown yeah. in acerola cherry powder. You know, you couldn't do it. You know, you choke. It's too, too much. Yeah. 
So some there is there is plants out there that can um, completely reverse cancer. Well, cannabis. But, mm, that's one of them. That's one of them. But no, it's just a plant, just a normal plant. It's like weed, no weed, weed, but it's like a weed, uh, quite an invasive plant, and it's. Yeah. And there are things like clover, burdock, uh, chaparral. You know, there are just loads and loads of. I'll send you the, the link to the video that I've seen. And I've done a lot of research on this plant. Um, and it basically, see how our cells commit harikari, they commit suicide, and then regenerate. Is it 120 days? The, well, it depends which part of the body you're talking about. Yeah, but roughly, your cells die and then regenerate. Well, they say that eye cells uh, regenerate every 48 hours or something ridiculous. Yeah. And livers, you can cut half a liver out and it'll regrow in like 12 weeks or something. Yeah, I know about that one. So, But you know, all the different parts of the body have these different speeds, it would appear. Right. Well, this plant apparently creates the, the chemical needed in the body for the cancer cell to commit harikari. Yeah, well, it's Im impossible for it to do without. It doesn't do it by itself, does it? It just grows and grows and grows. I mean, there is mistletoe. That, that one yeah. and another powerful one. I don't want to get it wrong, because if I say it wrong, I'll sound stupid. <laughs> and luckily, with almost all these things, there's more than one thing that does the job. Mm -hmm. you know, there's yeah. a type of aubergine that stops lots of different types of skin cancers you know, literally like a cream made from a type of aubergine that's crazy yeah I, I believe we've, we're on this planet to survive and grow and learn um, so everything on this planet is here to help us survive so why bypass that and make it a chemical that's killing you while you're on this planet? Yeah. So, um, I'm not sure if there's me. anything else I can tell you, but I'll get you signed up to the Secret Health Club and contact me again if you any more information you get about reversing type 1. Yeah. I'm on a mission, Clive. Well, good, good. Um, you know, I felt, you know, when I was diagnosed with type 1 and told it was incurable, uh, you know, over the years, I've come to the conclusion, you know, I know how to explain to pretty much everybody how to reverse absolutely pretty much everything apart from type 1. I know. So, you know, do you think it's a learned behaviour though? Like they've put a cap on all type one diabetics because they've never really gave us the chance to explore cures. Yeah, I mean, I've always doubted. Whenever anybody says something's impossible, my nature is to, you know, question it. Yeah, or just reject it out of hand. Um, Wormwood—that's the name of the plant. Yeah, wormwood. I mean, wormwood is one of the anti-parasitic herbs. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say that wormweed is the cure for 
good times, uh, particularly. Nah, I've, I've been looking at all this research too. <laughs> I'm, I'm, well, I mean, o- over so many others. I mean, it mm-hmm. may be, and that's just maybe research I haven't done, but, you know, because I've got supposedly Lyme disease, uh, wormwood is, is one of the things you can do. Uh, oh, do you want me to grow it for you? No, you've got a greenhouse. You can grow anything you want. <laughs> yeah, no, I, <clears throat> where I used to live, wormwood, I used to live in Spain, at an organic farm, wormwood just grew wild everywhere. Everywhere. And you can, of course, um, if you like alcohol, that's the uh, thing they, that they make absinthe with. Mm, I'm not a big okay, but mm. I do like an absinthe sometimes. Uh, they banned absinthe, of course. Have they? Yeah, well, they banned it you know, 150 years ago because people were oh, right. insane. Sure. Yeah, they were going totally insane. And, oh, I think uh, they do. I've tried that. <laughs> um, uh, so is there anything that you'd like to know? Um, well, any, any uh, I mean, any ideas that, I mean, you know, when you're using the, you're doing energy work, are you just going inside and imagining a healing or how do you do it? Um, intention. What i done was I studied the nephron. I studied what it looked like, studied everything about it how it works, how it functions. Yes. And I built it in my mind and uh done it that way. Okay. How long did you spend daily or however long how often did you do it and how many minutes? Whatever. No often enough. Clive. I just done it at night when I went to my bed and then eventually I would fall asleep. So maybe an hour, an hour a night. Same with my eyes. I've done that. Like with probably a wee bit more with my eyes because I've done it all the time because it was right there. I could see it. It was something that I couldn't get away from. So I was concentrating on my eyes quite a lot all the time. So <clears throat> how much is is it belief? I mean, <clears throat> you know, when for you know, 20 years ago or something, I started studying hypnosis and I will give people the suggestion as strongly as I can that the healing, a healing might happen in a microsecond. Now, how much, if you believe it, you've got to do hard work for an hour, yeah. is how long it's going to take? Or if, if you, if it comes to terms in your mind that you realise that the universe can make it happen just like that. I know. I, I've heard about this, but it's never blinking happened for me. <laughs> um, I think the belief really happens when you see it when you see it and you feel it and then the tests come back that what you've been doing is actually working that's when the belief is like wow this is real how? I don't know I, did, I read a book um, for the 18th century it was a French doctor and he was treating people with a placebo and I thought brilliant well, that's amazing. Like, I'm a very optimistic person and it's all to do with the power of the mind and it really is. I mean, thoughts are things. It's an energy you're creating and you are your own healer. I mean, I, I'm not saying I can't heal other people or put my energy in and take their sore bits away, but I'm not their healer. They are their own healer. Like I am, like you are, like everybody is their own healer, but they have to want to heal. 
and no play the victim and expect somebody else to do it for them. Yeah, quite so. Um, maybe you've heard this story before. One of the best results I ever had, I had this guy and I was treating him with four frequency devices linked together and he got brain problems, he was in pain, he got eye problems. And after the end of the treatment, all the problems had gone away, right? All of them. He was ecstatic. And well, I looked yeah. over and I'd forgotten to switch the machines on. <laughs> he is his lone healer. And all I, I needed was yeah. all I needed was guidance. Yeah, belief, you know, intention. But it was a real, although I knew this stuff happened, it was a real wake-up call. Yeah, for you to actually see it happening. Yeah. When they when they told me that I was gonna I was so stupid for having a kid and blah 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 and the other two people that had done it never seen their kid's second birthday. All they done was filled me with fear and then I thought, fuck you. And I I've got this urge because when they asked me to terminate him, I got this like not and I believe that he communicated for inside to say I'm here for a reason. Sure. Um and what I done was I sang to him. I sang and I sang and I sang to my bump and I've sang to my wee boy every night since he's been on this planet. And it keeps a vibration up. It keeps a, it keeps things light. And I just, I don't know, it just feels like it's a life energy that I needed at that time to disperse the fear and the fear mongering that they were putting into me. And then all the tablets they gave me, I thought, that's the reason these lassies are dead. I'm not taking them. And it's, uh, it's definitely power of the mind and energy, how we lift people's energies naturally. So um, we could, if you like, I recorded this, we could put it out as a video if you want to. <laughs> or not. Depends if you think it's I've useful. been swearing. You've been swearing too. That's fine. I don't care. <laughs> if you want. I'm not bothered, I. People, oh, might get yeah, <laughs> People might get benefit. People might get benefit, right? Anyway, I, I won't put it out immediately. If you change your mind, let me know. Right. Go for it. If it helps somebody, just even to believe in themselves a wee bit more to heal, then that's it. My job's done. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, well, let's keep in touch. And uh, next time we'll we speak, maybe we'll, we'll both be cured or have perfect eyesight or something. Well, you're already cured. Your pancreas is fine, apparently. Just need to get you off that insulin. Well, that's it. Yeah, exactly. Right, let's do that. Okay. <laughs> Sweet to you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.